How's it going everyone? I'm your girl Gabrielle and you're watching Influenced. I am so happy that you're here. What can you expect to see? Well, this series will highlight some of the most impactful influencers on Instagram, where they will talk about their journey, share their story, and give advice on starting a personal brand from the ground up. I cannot wait to have candid conversation with strong, powerful women regarding the ins and the outs and the ups and the downs of this new but explosive industry. It seems that everyone wants to be an influencer today, and that can sometimes make it hard to stand out. But each woman that I have on this show will most definitely stand out in her own unique way. So think of this as your central hub, where you can come to find your favorite influencers on Instagram or discover new ones. By the end of each interview, you will have a better idea of who the woman behind the brand is, behind the post, behind the camera. You will find out who influences them and why they choose to influence all of us every day. I am constantly inspired by these powerful, creative entrepreneurs who are paving their own future while using their platform and voice to do good. This is Influence. I am now joined by esthetician and skincare expert, Nyamka Robert-Smith, AKA LA Beautyologist. Yes, that's me. AKA Nye, right? Yes. You go by Nye. Yeah, I go okay. by Nye every, all the time. Hi, <laughs> Nye. Hello. I'm so happy to have you Thank here. Thank you for having me. Of course. <laughs> and we have so much to discuss. I know, I can't wait. All things skincare, My face. wellness, beauty, all of that. Yes. So, got a lot of questions for you. Okay. I love questions. <laughs> I think let's just start at the beginning. Mm -hmm. I just want to know how your love for beauty and skincare began. I think I just really love the way like beauty is cultural and the way that like you can take care of people with beauty. Mm -hmm. My mom was a cosmetologist. Um, she didn't work in a nail salon or a hair salon, but she learned how to do hair in order to like do her hair. My brother had long hair at the time. My hair like, you yeah. know, with two kids and her own, yeah. um, you know, that gets expensive. So she wanted to learn how just to do hair in general. And that kind of became like she would do like a few of my friends hair. We would do like have like makeup parties or slumber sleepover parties or like makeover parties and you know she'd like curl my friend's hair or she straightened my friend's hair and things like that so it kind of became like a way to kind of just like take care of the people around you you know I felt like some of my mom and I was like my favorite memories is when she's like doing my hair and yeah. things like that so I just always love that aspect of it um, I love the artistic aspect of it and I love like the science aspect of it so it really kind of like came together for me in all aspects it's like everything that I love it's not very serious you know it's like it can be whatever you want it to be yeah. um, which I really like love and appreciate about beauty so yeah, I, yeah it started with my mom but like from there I kind of like I started playing with her nail stuff and I would do nails for my friends then in college I would do nails and like waxing and brows so that was my next question actually mm -hmm. is it true that you had a nail shop business yeah. out of your dorm room yeah I did nice nails <laughs> Nails. Nice nails. I nice love nails. that. So what? So, Can't so, spell nails without nails. <laughs> that was the motto. Yeah. I love that. Can't spell nails without night. So sure. people would like people would come uh -huh. for events. And mm -hmm. Yeah, they would come for like events, like when we'd have like like dances or yeah. um, like parties and things yeah. like that. Um, I do my friends' nails. I like wax eyebrows and lips and stuff so like that fun. um i even had business cards i do my friends nails i just do like whatever creative thing on my friends and then send them out to class I'd be like oh my god where'd you get their nails your nails done they'd hand them my card and be like oh my roommate does nails um i had like a little like even like a list on my um 
my uh, dorm room. And I remember one time I was just, we were just all in there, but our room was like partially cracked. And someone was like, oh, nice nails. That's where that girl is. And I was like, damn, like work gets around. Work gets yeah, around. Yeah, I don't even know who was like in the hallway and they said it, but they had just recognized like my that brand. That is so funny. Well, good, good marketing. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Okay, so speaking of college, you studied anthropology and political yeah, science. Yeah, Yeah. And after college, you didn't know what direction you wanted to mm -hmm. go in. So I want to know, when did you know or realize that you wanted to pursue a career in skincare and wellness? Yeah, um, skincare and wellness specifically, I'd say after I got my nail license, I had gone to a aesthetic school for my nail license. So it okay. wasn't a nail school. They mostly focused on skincare. And I always just thought it was so cool, like what they yeah. were doing, what they were learning. Um, I went to school at night, so I didn't like see a lot of what the estheticians were doing, but just like being in the building and like kind of seeing posters and projects that they were doing, it just seemed cool. And then I got a job at a spa, well, no, before that, I used to work at a small local hair salon. I was just okay. doing nails, like, for the um, women in the hair salon. And we went to um, the International uh, Aesthetic Conference, International Spa and Aesthetic Conference, something like that, yeah. in New York City. Um, the whole spa went, because um, it was, like, a small family-owned business. And um, I remember, like, the, the hair and nails. Nails isn't really that big of an industry, at least it wasn't then. Mm -hmm. So, like, nails was kind of scattered between, like, the spa and the hair side. So, like, right. the hair side was, like, loud and, like, magenta and, like, glitter and, like, people were on stage and shouting and it's, like, very, like, colorful and crazy. <laughs> and then I remember walking over to, like, the spa side and it was, like light blue Calming. and calm and it was like a lot more like science focused and I was like oh this is like this is it like I literally remember walking in and be like oh like these are my people like I found my thing you had uh, yeah women. yeah so um I went to back to the same school the aesthetic school that I got my nail license and I think I went back maybe a year and a half later to get my nail life or to get my aesthetic license okay so then in July of 2016, you mm -hmm. took a leap of faith yes. and you made the move to LA mm -hmm. to begin your career in the skincare industry. So I want to know what was the hardest part about making that move? I didn't anticipate how lonely I'd be in LA, truthfully. Um, I had, I went to school in New York. I grew up in New York. Um, a lot of like my friends, you know, we're from New York City. I spent a lot of time with them. My family lives in New York or upstate New York. I don't want to say I took it for granted because I really, I loved being like home with my friends. I'm super social. I'm very like community oriented. Like I love that social community aspect. So like, I don't want to say I took it for granted, but I didn't realize how much I'd miss it without, like how, how empty I kind of feel without it. Um, so kind of like creating a community here in LA was the hardest part, I think for sure. I feel you on that. <laughs> I did actually the same thing. I yeah. moved from New York to <laughs> East Coaster. And you don't realize yeah. how lonely, even if you know people out mm -hmm. here, it takes a while. Yeah, definitely. Because everything's so spread out. Mm -hmm. You know, like when you're like in your hometown and you go places and you kind of like search for familiar faces, right. you're like, oh, that kind of looks like I don't know, my fourth grade crush or something. You know what I mean? Like that kind of looks like that kid, the lunch lady, you know, in middle right. school. But like, I found myself doing that here, even though I knew that I knew no one, you know, mm -hmm. like this, that like constant search for familiarity was, um, was tricky. And also like yeah. trying to just find things that like I like to do or like to go, you have to go everywhere by yourself or, mm -hmm. you know, you have to find a new um, movie theater to go to mm -hmm. or just like little right. stuff like that um, was, I think was hardest for sure. It's a journey, mm -hmm. for sure. <laughs> well, look at you now. How many years later? 
Six and a half. Yeah, that's, yeah. wow, yeah. wow. Getting into skincare, mm -hmm. you have a very special and important skincare rule. It's yes. called the 60 second rule. <laughs> so what is the 60 second rule and why should everyone follow it? Yeah. Well, the 60 second rule is using your fingers to wash your face for 60 seconds. Mm -hmm. um, Fingers is important because you don't necessarily need cleansing tools. Like that was part, the part of the part of the rule is accessibility. You don't need cleansing tools. You don't need even like a, a, a rag or like a brush or anything. Like your fingers are fine as long as you take the time to make sure that you're cleansing all areas of your face. So like huh. the areas that tend to get neglected are like next to your nose, around the hairline, yeah. um, underneath the eyes, even like underneath the eyebrows, like the eyeshadow mm -hmm. mascara area, um, and underneath the chin, like around the mouth, like lipstick area, um, jawline too sometimes. So right. um, I found that you know, people would just like 15 seconds and be done. And that like really wasn't enough, you know, like especially if you're using like cleansers and products that, um, you know, maybe like pricier or more expensive or have actives in it, you need to give it time to actually like it's so do thin. its thing. Yeah. yeah. So that's one aspect of it. The second aspect of the 60 second rule is using your fingers, but it allows like the, the skin to skin contact just kind of like warms the face and like warms your sebum and like your pores a little mm -hmm. bit. It helps you cleanse a little bit like deeper, more effectively, just a little bit, not in a way that's like stripping, but just right. in a way that's going to actually get like the makeup and SPF and dead skin cells like out of your pores oh. um, and everyone should do it because cleansing is foundational you know like you everyone has to cleanse it's very important whether you wear makeup or not whether you I mean everyone should wear SPF or not but like let's say your face was naked all day you still went out in the world mm -hmm. you have dust debris pollution sweat dead skin cells on your face regardless so you really so need true. to make sure that you're cleansing and I think it also gives people like a time to kind of like slow down and take care yeah. of themselves like yeah. don't rush through this like actually like give yourself some attention so i yes. love that <laughs> you are so right and you know what i was gonna i'm glad we had this talk because i was thinking <laughs> of maybe investing in like a mm -hmm. one of those scrubbers or you know an automatic mm -hmm. I, I i've really never had one <laughs> okay yeah. this is good to know you guys okay <laughs> yeah definitely you're right all you need sometimes less is more yeah definitely so definitely great to know <laughs> Okay, what do you prefer, a face mask or full glam? Face mask. I'm not a full glam girl. I know. I'm very much like a fresh face, yes. clean girl, yes. boy beat, whatever yeah. you want to call it. I, I very much love, like, I'm very skin forward. Um, I like looking like myself. I don't like a lot of color in my, like, makeup. I very rarely wear, like, red lipstick. I usually, I'm only doing nude, I'm only true. doing, like, very, very, very natural look. I think I get that from my mom. She's very natural, understated, demure type of beauty yeah. is what she prefers. So I think that's a little bit of her and me. <laughs> Again, less is more. Natural is mm -hmm. so beautiful. I love that. Staying on that topic, what would you say is your all-time favorite kind of either skincare or beauty product? Like your favorite thing, like is it a scrub, is it a mask, is it a stick? I love, I love toners. Toners? Yes, hydrating toners. And that's I love them. Good to <laughs> use right after cleansing. Right after you cleanse, okay. yeah. Because they have a little bit of like humectants in it, which is just like a um, molecule that binds water into the skin. Yeah. So like it just gives you like that little extra boost of yep. like hydration and dewiness and mm -hmm. glowiness. I mean, it lets all products that you apply afterward penetrate a little bit yeah. better. It just like oops, amps things up just a little bit. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm a toner girl. <laughs> You're a toner girl. Yes. So in your Instagram bio, mm -hmm. It says that you are a melanin expert. Yes. 
how would you describe that to someone who is interested in learning more about what that means? Yeah, that's a really good question. Okay, so let's talk about the Fitzpatrick scale first. I think that's the easiest way to describe it. Fitzpatrick scale is a scale that kind of um, rates how the skin reacts to sunlight um, on a scale of one to six. So depending on how deep your skin tone is, it varies how your skin reacts to sunlight. So one, super pale, think like someone who's like Norwegian or like Irish. So like right. very pale, light eyes, freckles, burns immediately. They yeah. go out of the sun, they're burned. Yeah. Shade in, inside, like they'll still get burned. Like have to live with SPF like slathered 100%. Yeah. Um, and then six is people who are very resilient to sun. So think people who are, you know, like Sub-Saharan African, mm -hmm. um, a lot of people in the Caribbean. Yeah. Um, my skin tone is like a five, I think they would say. Yeah. Um, so Beautiful. six is like Nupita Nyong'o, um, yeah. like that skin tone. When the skincare industry is like marketing to people, they're usually like in studies, you know, just the products created, it's almost always one through maybe three. Mm -hmm. um, three, I would say, is maybe like J-Lo. Um, I love these tan, examples. Like olive yes, kind yes. of skin tone. Almost everything is catered to one through three. Mm -hmm. So four through six becomes a neglected skin tone. Um, it, or I guess it's not one skin tone, it's hundreds of skin tones, but it becomes a neglected area of expertise. Yeah. So even though, you know, five, four through six is a lot more resilient to the sun. It's not as resilient to like skincare treatments. So like lasers, um, microneedling, um, there are a lot of skincare treatments that can damage that, that you know, the melanin in your skin mm -hmm. that will cause more hyperpigmentation. Because if you're already brown, your melanocytes are already more reactive. So right. like in a lot of times skincare, they'll cause injuries to the skin in order for it to repair. But in some circumstances, you know, with darker skin tones, when you cause injury to the skin, it's going to repair, but it may repair with too much collagen, and that would be like a keloid scar. Or it's going to repair with too much melanin, and now you have like hyperpigmentation or uh -huh. something like that. Um, so yeah, I really focus on um, skincare, or I really focus on Fitzpatrick types four through six, uh, so mostly cool. because that group is just it's much harder to find experts in that area. It's a lot harder for me to find information on that area. Um, it's a very like niche. I mean, if you can do four through six, you can do one through six. You you can do one through three absolutely um, because you don't have to take as many um, you can do a lot more aggressive treatments you don't have to take as many precautions and you know um uh yeah i guess precautions with the uh, one through one through three so right. um yeah that's why i decided to focus on four through six because i just noticed that it was so it's necessary missing. yeah exactly well that's, that's incredible <laughs> really and thank you for teaching me that i i didn't know that that's patrick mm -hmm. scale it's patrick scale. scale very cool okay well that kind of leads me into my next question so in 2021 you were on ulta beauty's mm -hmm. muse 100 list yes. which is a celebration of 100 inspirational black voices in beauty so why is it so important specifically for the beauty community mm -hmm. to have those strong black voices? I find that even though like in the beauty industry, in the industry as a whole, uh, like black voices tend to get like neglected, mm -hmm. black people and black women start a lot of beauty trends, you know, are, are like the originators yeah. for a lot of like beauty ideas or um, looks or creativity. I mean, fashion too, but definitely beauty for like 100%. So for me, it's very natural that um, you know, like black people are honored in beauty. Like it's, you know what I mean? It feels effortless. Like that's, that's what I know. You know what I mean? Like that's like 
that's the go-to even like I things like like the clean beauty look right like that has that was very originated by you know people of color and like you know slick back hair gold jewelry um yeah. like lip liner and gloss like that is a very um latina black yeah. south asian look you know so um it, it just feels very natural but i think when you know you're in a community that kind of like originates these ideas and um trends mm -hmm. but you're not the community that like profits off of it or benefits from it or gets a credit for it there's an issue with that especially you know like with racism there's like the um financial gap and like i think that is an important way to get respect for the things that you've created but also like small short like close that gap in between like yeah um you know who is being marketed to who gets to make money from the beauty industry who gets to make money from these ideas you know so um yeah <laughs> thank you also for explaining that to me honestly <laughs> and it's you're so right about that it's true and what an honor to, to be on that yes. list that's so and ulta beauty i mean that's incredible mm -hmm. thanks so and you are you're such a you're such a strong voice thanks. okay now you already do so much <laughs> You're an esthetician, you're a content creator, and you're a CEO yeah. of your own luxury bath and skincare line. Yes. So you sell things like microfiber robes, shower, hair towels, mm -hmm. headbands, of course, the no drip cleansing yes. cuffs. My cleansing cuffs. Yes, that went viral last year. Yes, they did. So Many, cool. I think they went viral like three times. We just it's kept selling out. So awesome. I want to know more about all of this and how, okay. how you started this line. Yeah, so um, in 2020, we I had to pivot. I closed my spa. LA had a very strict COVID policy. Oh, yes. um, and it, um, from what I was like reading and learning, the beauty industry kind of like got a lot of like slack and like almost like blame for uh -huh. um, spreading COVID. That's, it wasn't true. Um, I think it was a lot of misogyny, truthfully. Like it just seemed like a not important thing. It was a lot, you know, it's a lot of men in politics mm -hmm. and in policy making those decisions. And they're like, oh, you guys are touching each other. It's a communal space, it must be. But not knowing how much time and energy the beauty spas, nail salons, hair spend on like, we use hospital grade disinfectant, yeah. we're using gloves, we disinfect after every single person. Like no one knows cleanliness and infection control better than people in the spa and beauty industry, truthfully. Wow. Um, so we were closed for a really long time. I think it had been five months already and we were still not open. And I think it was like one of some of the only places in the country where um, people still couldn't do facials, mm -hmm. still couldn't do um, hair services, still couldn't do nails, anything like that. Um, so I was just like, I can't do this anymore. So I quit. I mean, I didn't quit, no, but you didn't I, we quit. closed. You I was closed. just like, I'm done. <laughs> I was very frustrated. I was like, this is, this is awful. Um, and it created like a very negative energy in mm -hmm. the beauty community because some people were still working like under the table and like people were snitching so on each yeah. other and like, it was it was just a mess and i was like i just don't want to be a part of this yeah. at all um, that's okay yeah yeah so i closed a few months after that i was like okay well what you know what am i gonna do now like with my free time i was doing a lot of um brand partnerships and things like that mm -hmm. but i i still i don't know i was like looking for something else more to like dive right, into right. um so that's when i started doing um working on shower chic um robes we started with um um, body wraps, um, turbans, and um, hair turbans and headbands. Um, so cute. 
because I didn't want to sell skincare necessarily, but I wanted to sell something adjacent to skincare um, and something that like still went along with like my kind of like ethos of like mm -hmm. taking the time and the luxury to take care of yourself. Definitely. So I wanted to give some people something nice to wear while they're taking taking care of themselves. Um, and so I yeah. feel like, <laughs> I love that because I feel like um, there's so many skincare lines. Mm -hmm. There's so many yeah. beauty brands. There's so, You don't see that many like bath mm -hmm. lines, yeah. right? Yes. A bath line, is that what you would call it? <laughs> I love that. And then the cleansing cuffs. Mm -hmm. You're right. So the cleansing Okay, so I love the 60 second roll, obviously. That's yes. my thing. Yes. So I was like, how do we, how do I like integrate this? Like none, nothing. I mean, we did have the headbands, but I was like, and then I realized that people would complain about the water dripping all the time to me, all the time. And I was like, that is, but I didn't think it would do that well, honestly. I thought it was like really kind of niche and like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I wasn't expecting it to do super well, but we sold out in four hours. Wow. Completely sold out. And then for another two hours, I debated if I should do a pre-order pre or not. Um, but we were getting so many hits to the site still, and like it went viral on um, Twitter, it went viral on Instagram. And um, I was just like, okay, sure, let's go. So then we did another pre-order. We did a pre-order for it, um, which garnered like almost double the wow. original. <laughs> Um, wow. Yeah, and it was like picked up by a lot of places. Um, it was really cool. Yeah, That's so, so exciting. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely gonna get those. It yes. actually worked out really well. I was like, okay, I'm glad everybody else has this problem too. Yes, <laughs> yes. Because I would make a mess. Oh my god, water on the floor, water oh, on yeah. the counter, water dripping Everywhere. down. It's, it's, I hate. It. It's like the worst feeling. And I have like sensory issues. I'm like, yeah. I hate it. That's the worst, worst feeling ever. So yeah, yeah. it was really. It was very. Um, it was a cool moment because I was like, damn, I really didn't think this was gonna like be such a thing but I just went with it and it worked out and you so cool. and you brought everyone together yes. by doing that yes. I love that how have you grown your following and expanded your LA beautyologist brand how have I grown well I spent a lot of time um just like educating but educating in a way that's like conversational you know mm -hmm. like um I love like I always allow people to like just ask me questions, just ask me whatever you are wondering or yeah. whatever you, you want to know. I really wanted like the barrier to entry for beauty to be way lower than it already was. It was very almost like seen like as a luxury or very, um, you know, upper middle class, mm -hmm. very like wealthy thing to do. And I just wanted it to be the way I see beauty, you know, very communal, very cultural, very uh, something that's very personal to you and like what you love and um, a way to relate to people. So um, I I think that that is probably the biggest thing that grew my audience was just that I was kind of like, okay, like, let's talk about it, you know, like, like a sleepover, like, let's yes. just sit around, like, you can ask me questions, yes. we can talk about, you know, what we like, maybe that's not a good idea, why it's not a good idea, um, you know, I always like to lead with, like, science and information focus, because I think that's important, but yeah, other than that, I really tried to, like, make it as, like, normal accessible. and, like, accessible as possible. Relatable. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> What would you say is your biggest piece of advice to young women looking to start their own business or start creating their own content? How do you set yourself apart from others? Um, I think you really have to lean into the things that make you different. 
Mm -hmm. um, there are a lot of beauty brands, you know, there are a lot of content creators and people are going to gravitate towards what makes you you. You can't copy anybody else because you're just going to be second to them. You know, um, you can only be yourself. The only thing that you can do best is be yourself, you know, so like that's literally the only thing um, that you can own. Mm -hmm. um, is, you know, like the way you talk, the way you express the things that you think are funny, like that is you. So you, even if you feel like, oh, no one's going to understand or no one's going to get it. Like the world just hit 8 billion people. Like someone yeah. will find you, you know, like yes. people will find you. You just kind of have to be willing to talk to empty room for a second and wait for your people to come. It takes time. Yeah, it does take it time. Is. Yeah. As, but as long, I feel like as long as you're going into the direction of the things that you love, mm -hmm. it's the time will pass anyway so it won't feel as like painful like oh my god when am i gonna get youtube check when am i gonna get brand deals right. like you are supposed to already love this thing and that's why people are already coming to you so just lean into those things lean that you love that. um and it, it is time consuming but it's it's a very high return on investment so well, that is very good to hear yeah for anyone <laughs> looking to to grow anything it mm -hmm. takes time and yeah. stick with it yes okay who do you hope to influence every day I hope to influence, like, the girl who kind of feels, like, left out in beauty. Mm. Um, someone who maybe has, like, a very big personality and, you know, they feel maybe uncomfortable with who they are. Um, I would like to influence that person and just say that, like, you can be, like, your biggest, brightest self. And sometimes that may require moving across the country mm -hmm. <laughs> or, you know, like leaving wherever you are or dropping out of school <laughs> or, you know, any of those things. Um, but you can do it and it's worth it. And following like your passions and who you are as a person is mm -hmm. always going to be worth it, even though it can be painful and struggleful <laughs> mm -hmm. along the way. Yeah, it will be worth it. <laughs> who influences you? I would say my mom. Uh, my mom definitely influences me. Um, I, people that I'm in community with, my mm -hmm. friends influence me. Uh, my family influences me. Um, I'm actually honestly very hard to, like, I, I love like people. So I try and learn a lot from just people. Um, people, you know, who maybe like people I admire on the internet, people in my life. Um, I try, I'm, I, I tend to be very observant and mm -hmm. I like to learn from other people's mistakes. So I actually learn from a lot of different people. I learn from people who I don't even like. <laughs> um, I try and learn from like as many places as possible because yeah. the world is such a big place and there's so many different types of experiences. Um, and I think when you only are like willing to learn from people who are like you, you end up in a very like narrow mental space. So, so I true. want to learn as much as possible and have a very wide, you know, like expansive view of the world. I think that's a great thing because yeah. you can, you can learn mm -hmm. from everyone. We can all learn from yeah, everyone. Yeah, definitely. Broken so. clock is right twice a day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, say that again? A broken clock is right twice a day. I don't know if I've ever heard that, but I like that a lot. Yeah. So. <laughs> Even people I don't like, people I think are wrong most uh -huh. of the time. Sometimes they're like, okay, that was a good point. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta get into that. <laughs> okay, to wrap this up, my last question for you. What does it mean to you personally to be an influencer? What does that title mean to you? 
To me, it means that maybe, I think for a lot of people it means different things. And like, sometimes to me it means different things too. Sometimes, you know, if it's something that I wear and you know, people like it and then buy it, okay, so then I'm like a tastemaker. Um, right. I think is maybe like the biggest thing. Honestly, a marketer or an advertiser for some, you know, sometimes right. um, I try and, you know, only promote like skincare products that I really, really love. Mm -hmm. um, and I say no to a lot of things because I want, again, I want my influence and I want, you know, my word to be more valuable. I feel like it's just being someone who people can trust, whose like opinion you can trust, mm -hmm. you know, opinion on um, clothes, opinion on brands, opinion on products, you know, I think that um, like the trustworthiness um, of influencers, I think is really important. I think that's why like a lot of them fail and a lot of them do really well mm -hmm. because some just stop being trustworthy. Um, and some you're like, oh no, this is this is true to them and like true to who they are. I'm gonna go with it, you know? It's the real so, deal. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You're right, People, some people can lose sight of mm -hmm. that. Um, and it's always important yeah. to, because you want your audience to trust you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I love that. <laughs> and your audience definitely trusts you. <laughs> I trust you. I have all these new skincare tips. I'm gonna wash my face for 60 seconds yeah. tonight. I'm not gonna lie, I don't think I do it for that long, but yeah. I'm gonna start doing it's, that. It feels long at first, and then it, you're like, oh, and then you do it shorter, and you're like, oh, no, 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 that wasn't enough. Yeah. So it takes a little bit, it's a learning curve. Yeah, I'm gonna do so it. Quick. Thank you, Nye, for coming and being here. This was, this was so nice. Thank you for having me. <laughs> you can all find Nye, if you have not done so already, at LA Beautyologist on all social. Mm -hmm. And if you want to get those viral cleansing cuffs, some plush robes, any of that, check out Nye's luxury bath line, mm -hmm. which is shop.labeautyologist.com. And you'll find all of that there. And thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Influenced. Be sure to stay tuned on all social at influenced.theseries. Like and share this video with your friends. And don't forget to tag and comment your favorite influencers down below if you want to see them as a guest on the show. I'm your host, Gabrielle Valenson, and I'll see you guys later. Bye. That's a wrap. <laughs> Yay. <laughs>Thanks so much for watching Influenced. Be sure to click the subscribe button right here. And if you want more Influenced interviews, click right here. Don't forget to like and share this video and also hit that notification bell so you don't miss out on any updates. See you guys later.